The presenting sponsor for this episode of the Autism Dad podcast is Mightier. Okay, so I want to take a minute and talk about Mightier. Mightier is a clinically proven mobile gaming app which was developed at Boston Children's Hospital. It's already helped more than 100,000 kids, including my crew here at home. Now, if you're a longtime listener, you know that I'm very big into anything that empowers parents, and that's one of the things that's so great about Mightier. It empowers both parents and kids, and it's all done through play. So how does it work? Great question. Kids play on a tablet or a phone while wearing a heart rate monitor, and Mightier incorporates breathing exercises and other proven calming techniques as part of the game. Kids get to see when it's time to cool down, and they learn how to do it themselves, and parents get to track their progress. With time, those calming skills become muscle memory. All it takes is 15 minutes a day, three days a week, and 87% of parents see improvement inside of 90 days. That's amazing. So check out Mightier.com to learn more about the science behind Mightier and how it works. That's M-I-G-H-T-I-E-R.com and use the promo code THEAUTISMDAD to save 10%. If your toddler has been diagnosed with autism or is waiting for a diagnosis, you're going to want to pay attention for the next 60 seconds. Happy Ladders is parent-led early autism therapy that empowers you, the parent, to teach your toddler essential developmental skills through play. Studies have shown that the parent-led model is highly effective while eliminating frustration over long wait lists or the worry about losing precious developmental time, all without the disruption of people coming into your home. Happy Ladders includes activities that target 150 essential developmental skills every toddler needs, as well as assessments in four different developmental areas. There's also an exclusive community of parents just like you and professional coaching to ensure success for both you and your toddler. To learn more, get a free trial, and take advantage of an exclusive limited-time offer for my listeners, visit happyladders.com. That's H-A-P-P-Y-L-A-D-D-E-R-S. Use the code THEAUTISMDAD at checkout to save 50% off the monthly membership. Plus, get a free one-on-one session as well as access to the Tantrums and Meltdown mini course. This is a limited time offer, so act now. My name is Rob Gorski, and you're listening to the Autism Dad Podcast. This week, my guest is Amy Jacob Schroeder. She's the founder of Happy Ladders. Happy Ladders is a play-based skills curriculum, community, and coaching platform created to empower parents of children with developmental needs, including autism. Uh, She's also the author of The Parent-Led Revolution. Amy spent the last two decades providing in-home autism services to families. The latter half was focused solely on a parent-led model through her own agency before creating Happy Ladders. Amy's here today to talk to us about what Happy Ladders is and and also uh, what the parent-led approach, the parent-led model is, why it's beneficial, how it works, how is it different from like regular uh, standard ABA or other types of interventions and, and services. Uh, they think anytime you can empower parents to help their kids or you provide them with the tools that they need to manage things on their own, I think that's really, really uh, important. So Amy, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. Could you just take a couple minutes or a couple seconds or whatever and just tell us a little bit about who you are? Yeah. Yeah. So as you mentioned, I am the uh, creator of Happy Ladders. And I uh, also have a blog called Parent-Led Revolution. It's kind of a a culmination of my 20 plus years experience um, in the field of ABA and autism. I started, like I said, over 20 years ago as a a young tutor um, working with kids at a specialized school. And through the course of you know, that's these last two decades. I have worked through in-home programs. I owned my own agency 
for almost 15 years providing services to uh, children in their homes, as well as working very closely with their parents. In the last year, we've launched Happy Ladders. And so taking a new twist on uh, a lot that I've learned and that I found super helpful over the years, I would be remiss if I didn't also mention that I'm a mom of five. And through the course of my work, I've been raising five very different and um, you know very fun kids. But I've learned a lot, not just about children, but also about parenting. You know, what, what can really happen in a day? What's realistic? How to give ourselves some grace and really try to marry those, those two things um, with happy ladders, being a parent and also having a child on the autism spectrum. The giving yourself grace thing is really hard to remember, I think. Or you can remember it, but it's a whole nother thing to like put it into yeah. practice, <laughs> you know? Because like parents are so hard on themselves and like autism parents specifically are yes. really hard on themselves. So I like that. What is it about working with kids that you, what draws you to doing that? That's a great question. Um, I've always enjoyed working with kids. My mother was a teacher for almost 30 years and I watched her run a classroom and thought, oh, mm. well, maybe I want to be a teacher. And then I looked at how much she did in the evenings and on the weekends. And I was like, no way, that is way too much work. And so <laughs> I, uh, she loves that story because uh, she did. She worked all the time. Um, I graduated college with uh, two bachelor's degrees, one with one in child development and one in psychology okay. and went, huh, what can I do with this? And um, right about that time, I uh, started to learn about ABA and I started to, to take some, some coursework to become certified and uh, I just kind of fell into this this field of working with kids with autism, and I've I've never left. I have worked with some of the the most amazing kids, um, and really just enjoyed being a part of their growth, but also getting to know their parents and being a part of their lives. I've been welcomed into hundreds of homes over the years, and I'm always just amazed how how great people are about that because you know having people come into your home and work with your child is extremely intrusive and still something I ask myself, like, could I ever do that? And, you know, and these parents did just day after day. And, um, we're just always so great and so eager to learn. And that's really cool. I do. I do agree it. And you're the first person I've actually heard say that it is intrusive mm -hmm. to have someone come into your house, especially when you have an autistic child, because it disrupts the flow of the day. I remember when my kids were little, I think we had one therapist that would come into the home and it was for a, a relatively short period of time over the last 20 years yeah. that we talked about. <sighs> <laughs> um, but, but it was, it was very disruptive, you know, and it was, it was hard yeah. on the parents too, but it was also very beneficial in, in the time that we needed it. So I, as a parent, I appreciate that you do that and uh, that you've done that. That's, that's a, it's a powerful thing. And it's, yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, they so, did all the work. You. you know, I, I had the, the easy part, but, um, yeah, you know, and just going into people's homes, I, I don't know how many times I said, don't worry about doing the dishes. Like just, I don't, I don't care. I don't, I'm not looking to see what's picked up and what's not, um, you know, cause people would spend too much time and energy on those types of things when that's really not where, where we needed them to focus, um, or where their time was best spent. So if you guys hear that, don't worry, Don't about, worry the about the dishes. If someone's coming over no. to help you with your kids. You're not there to yep, uh, judge. Yeah, exactly. Them. Exactly.
So before we get into happy ladders, can we talk a little bit about why ABA is so important as far as like early intervention is concerned for helping kids with autism or autistic kids to thrive? Yeah, that that's a big question. That's a big loaded question, right? Um, and ABA is is under so much fire in you know in the last handful of years, and and some of that I think rightfully so. Um, I can only speak from my own experience, and I have found some of the principles of ABA so helpful in in teaching my clients over the years. But beyond the work that I do with um, my clients, I find it helpful in life. I, mean, I use it all the time. I use it on myself. I use it with my my kids. I mean, it's just embedded into the way that I think. I've written about um, this in a couple blog posts on parent led revolution. And you know, one of my my best, as I call, it, kind of tricks in my backpack, is the first then. First we do this. And then we can do this. It's super simple, right? But it's so powerful. And we find it, you know, we find ourselves using it a lot with our our toddler. First, dinner, (laughs) then dessert, right? That's the most obvious example. But I use it all the time and, you know, in my work. First, do the thing that I really don't want to do. So then I can do the thing that I'm kind of looking forward to doing. You know, setting things up in an order that sets us up for success gives us that, that reinforcement. So um, there are some principles within ABA that I've just found so helpful and continued to weave those through the, the Happy Ladders curriculum. What is the parent-led approach to ABA? How is that different? What, what happens with the parent-led approach? Yeah. So with a parent-led approach, the professional comes in and teaches the parent to be the child's main educator. Uh, another way that it's described is parent as practitioner. And uh, the major advantages that that we've seen is that, you know, parents are over time, uh, definitely with time, completely empowered. You know, they feel like they understand their child a lot better. Uh, they have some basic tools in their toolkit that they can use. Uh, they understand their child's strengths and kind of their needs and where they need to go with their with their, their therapy, uh, with a parent led approach, consistency is a lot better, right? Because parents see their kids every single day. Every day. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Every day, especially on the days in Ohio when it's minus 15 and the school's called off for the second time this week. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So every day. There are enough things keeping our kids out of school out here in California, (laughs) but we are grateful that weather is not. Weather isn't one of them. (laughs) One of them. No. No, uh, we're doing okay in that department. So, uh, but we have smoke days instead. So, you know, come oh, fall, you that's, that's, that's our issue. But yeah, so consistency is huge, right? Uh, with some of the more traditional programs, cancellations are, are a big issue, especially in this time of COVID. There might be some people that come out that are great and well-trained and super motivated, but maybe not, you know, maybe you get somebody who is new to the field and is still learning and they've been assigned to your child. And so consistency is, is much more variable with parent led. Like, like we said, they are there every day and, um, you know, we can, we can get to work. When you teach the parents, parents are really good at, at finding ways to apply things to everyday life, you know, so like they can blend it into their daily routine without it being as disruptive 
And maybe kids can learn without realizing that they're learning, you know, because it's that's not a as, whole idea. It's not yeah. as structured and black and white and rigid. Like it's just let's learn as we go. And they're learning from mom or dad. Right. And so you don't have that other person there that maybe some kids don't like to work with other people. They want to be with mom and dad, yeah. you know, and some yeah. parents don't want their kids to work with other people. They want to work with their kids themselves. I mean, so it's, it seems like it's a really interesting approach to intervention. And that's a great point. I think, especially, you know, for toddlers, that's the case for both, you know, the child and the parent is that toddlers aren't ready to, to be exposed to a large group of people. And um, parents definitely aren't ready often to expose their toddler to a large group of people. And so, yeah, if we can get a lot of work done at home, and as you mentioned, within those functional routines, mm-hmm. you know, during bath time, during meal times, um, at the park, as parents start to learn what they need to, to look for and how they can target certain skills, yeah, the idea is that, that therapy, quote unquote, is really just embedded into everyday opportunities. And um, hopefully if we're doing things right, our kids don't even know that they're doing any sort of work. They're just having fun. Yeah. And that, that's a good approach. Uh, Yeah. That would have definitely helped my kids because they always picked up on the, if they were being directly taught something and it wasn't like a hands-on, like we're going to kind of, it's kind of like hiding vegetables in the soup or something, right? Like you just disguise it. Like I would, I will blend things up to it's like, you can't see it, but I know it's mm-hmm. there because I put it there. The kids don't have to know it's there because they don't see it. And yet they yeah. still get what they need without realizing they're getting what they need. And that got me through a lot when they were younger. Yeah. A little smarter now, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, I guess that's sort of the point. You can disguise that learning inside of everyday activities. And so it just becomes a part of life. And they're not, um, it, it's not, uh, it's probably less stressful for everyone, I would think, you know, yeah. and, and, uh, you can just incorporate it into your everyday routine. And that, that's a, that's a positive thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When I'd say another benefit of parent led is that it strengthens that bond between the, the child and the parent, because so many parents, uh, especially early on in the diagnosis process, they just, they don't know what to do. They, they're having a hard time figuring out how to, how to connect with their child. And, uh, so many of these, these activities that we've, that are part of happy ladders, are they're just fun they're silly they're goofy you know it might just be kind of rolling around on the floor and you know working on some uh you know who can build their block tower the fastest and knock it over you know and there's all sorts of skills that we can embed into an activity like that but the more opportunities parents have to you kind of access their their own kids i think the better for for everybody another advantage to a parent-led approach is that not all families have access to in-home programs or center-based programs. And, you know, we're seeing, especially through COVID, that even if they do have access, say they're, they're in an area that can provide these types of programs, the waiting lists are so long. They're so long right now. I built Happy Ladders for toddler age. And toddlers don't have a lot of time to waste, so, you know? So when you recognize that uh, your child is falling behind and they're 18 months old and you want to get early intervention, you can't sit on waiting lists for six or nine months. Uh, and, and not only is that not beneficial to the child, 
But um, I feel for all these parents who are just have to be so anxious and so worried. And, uh, you know, that's kind of a new element that I had never really dealt with in my profession until we hit COVID and until I realized how many people are waiting. It's like we have to give parents something that they can do in the meantime because they can't just sit and wait for the phone to ring for somebody to say, we have a spot for you. This episode of the Autism Dad Podcast is brought to you by Shelly Kino, IEP Consultant. Hey, what's up, parents? Uh, I know how frustrating and scary and overwhelming IEP meetings can be. And so I want to connect you with my friend, Shelly Kino. She is an IEP coach with over 30 years of experience in special education. IEP meetings don't have to be scary. It's so important that we empower ourselves with knowledge and insight so that we can better navigate these difficult situations and work together with the school for the betterment of our kids. So if you're interested in learning about what Shelly does, visit ShellyKeno.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-K-E-N-O-W.com and use the code TheAutismDad to save $7 off of an IEP review. Yeah. And you can't even, a lot of times you can't even access the services until you have a diagnosis. Yeah. That process has been delayed significantly as a result of COVID. So now you're on two waiting lists. So even if you get the diagnosis, you're still on a waiting list for services. But if you can, if you can employ these, these things at home on your own, then your child doesn't, you're not losing time. You know, you're able to make progress while you're waiting. Yep. You know, it makes hurry up and wait practical or, or, less frustrating. <laughs> it's a yeah. lot of hurry up and waiting in this game. Uh, yes. I've been there. Yeah. 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 So we really hope to give parents something that they can, they, they can do in the meantime, you know, at the very least. And it's a program that they could do in lieu of uh, having, you know, an in-home ABA program too. Uh, it doesn't have to be, just be while they're waiting or they could um, continue with their Happy Ladders uh, program concurrently once they, their child starts in some, you know, an outside program. So it, it really can be done in a lot of different ways. We keep talking about Happy Ladders without really talking about Happy Ladders. So let's talk oh, yes. about Happy Ladders. <laughs> what, uh, what is Happy Ladders? Happy Ladders is, uh, it's an online program for parents. Uh, they basically go in, they sign up and they take a series of assessments to figure out exactly where their child, uh, falls in terms of their, their current skills. So we look at, um, communication, we look at play skills and we look at self-help skills. Kids with developmental needs generally have what we call, um, splinter skills. They're not going to be scoring at the same age, you know, or at the same skill level across the board. So they might be really strong in play skills and, and a little bit lower in communication skills or their communication skills might be pretty high, but their play skills need, you know, more catch up. And so Happy Ladders assesses each of those areas separately. And then um, parents are sent to a, a personalized set of lessons that they can start on at any time. And basically they get to work at their own pace. So they pick, you know, maybe a couple of communication lessons to work on and a few play lessons to work on and, you know, maybe one self-help skill that they want to target. And, um, and they're all developmentally sequenced. And so their child gets to start exactly where they're at and move from that point forward. There's no expectation as far as you know, how long a lesson should take. So some lessons parents might get through in a few days, some they might work on for a few weeks or a few months. And that really depends too on kind of the, the, the skill itself, right. And, and how difficult it is. 
So um, like I mentioned, it's, it's completely self-paced. There's no expectation about you need to you know, work this many hours um, a day. And like we mentioned, a lot of this is just going to be embedded into their, their everyday activities, things that they're already doing. They're already spending time sitting at the side of the bathtub for a half an hour every night, right? How can we make that a learning opportunity? How can we um, help a child progress? Oh, I like that. I used to do this thing on my blog. I called it everyday lessons and Mm. uh, I totally forgot about that until we were talking about this. Um, (laughs) And it was just everyday things that would pop up that I could use as like teaching moments to Mm -hmm. help my kids be better prepared for all the insanity that's outside of the house. Um, So I I personally, I like that uh, approach and and it's, and it's doable. Right. So there's not, yeah. you can fit it in to your schedule and you can do it at home. And, and that's, um, that's a cool thing that nothing like that was available. I, every time I talk to somebody like this, all these things did not come out until I was 20 years into this process. Yeah. <laughs> and I wish, I wish there was things like this available, uh, when, when I was starting out because I can just see the benefits of, of having these services and, and things uh, available to us 20 years ago, you know? And yeah. so I'm, I'm, I hope that you guys are listening and you, and you, especially the people who are like just starting, there's, there's a lot of, uh, advantage to employing these things, uh, that are available now. Technology has made things so much easier, you know, cause you can do oh, things remotely or virtually or an app on your phone. And none of that stuff was available. It was all waiting in line for appointments. And so this is really yeah. cool. Um, I think you mentioned the age group was you're targeting like toddlers with happy ladders. Yeah. So we're targeting toddlers who have, uh, maybe recently been diagnosed or even if a parent is just, uh, you know, seeing some signs and they're, uh, suspecting that maybe their child, um, will get a diagnosis. A lot of times parents will have an older child who has been diagnosed with autism and they have a younger child that they're watching really closely. And maybe they just want to make sure that they're, they're kind of keeping up with, with where they need to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but the, the skills are based off of um, skills that we would see between zero and three years of age developmentally. So okay. essentially any child that's falling into that developmental range would find um, lessons in happy ladders that are helpful. Does happy ladders offer, um, Anything in the, in the ways of like support groups for parents to connect and maybe like, hey, you know, I, I use this method to help my kids learn to tie their shoes or whatever, maybe share their experiences so they can even kind of learn from each other. Yes, definitely. Okay. And, and that's so important because Happy Ladders is an online program, right? So there's not going to be someone that comes in and, and helps guide you and show you and model, you know, what what things are going to look like. And so what we've done is we've built this community of parents and it's it's a private community within the program where parents can ask questions about certain lessons or say, hey, I, you know, tried this lesson at this time with these toys and it was really successful and my kid loved it. Or another parent might be able to say, I tried this and it fell flat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Give me some help. Um, and so myself and uh, the, the parent-led professionals that are in the program, as well as other parents, can chime in and say, hey, try it this way. Or that's a great idea. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give that a shot tonight. 
So the, the community of parents um, is really beneficial. In addition to that, we have a uh, level where parents can opt to get what we call office hours. And those office hours are, are group Zoom classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, we're holding them twice a week where parents can log on and ask those same questions, share any concerns. Um, from time to time, we'll have a theme that we'll be talking about. And so they can, they can uh, come on for that. And for some families, they might just want to listen and they'll be recorded, right? So they can go back and, and listen to anything that they missed. So and with our third level, uh, beyond the office hours, there's also one-to-one support. So for a family that's just starting out and maybe really wants someone to be available to them one-on-one, we have that option as well. There was something very beneficial to me when when I started writing and people started reading it and finding what I was saying or sharing to be very helpful for them. It, yeah. it empowered me. It made me feel good. Like, like what I was going through, even the really uh, rough times, the difficult challenges, uh, there was something positive coming from that. And so mm-hmm. there's something empowering just to be said about parents helping other parents yeah. that can help to just make you feel a little bit better about your day or uh, feeling empowered. And, and I just wanted to mention that because that, that was one of the things that I that, that kind of caught my attention when you were talking about the, the parent groups, there is, there's a lot of emotional support that you can get just by helping other people, you know? Oh yeah. And, and when parents have the ability to do that in a safe place where there's not trolls and being judged and whatever, yes. um, that can really, really be a positive thing. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's, that's our hope. Um, yeah. And getting that validation that, Hey, I do have something to offer and maybe I do kind of know what I'm talking yeah. hey, about. Hey, that's a good I, idea, you know? Yeah. I still will <laughs> will throw out different recommendations or or uh, tips on things and parents will go, Oh, that's a great idea. And it still catches me off guard and like, oh really? You think I have a good idea? You know, and I've been right? using like- a lot of these for, you know. Uh, years and years, but it still feels good to have somebody say, oh, I hadn't thought about it that way. Um, and it does. It makes you feel like, okay, I, I know what I'm talking about. I can do this. Um, it builds confidence, yeah. you know, because a lot of parents in in this position, you doubt yourself. And yes, when someone can say like, oh man, like that was such a good idea. I tried that at home and it made all the difference in the world. You feel really good about yourself because you contributed to something positive. And, and sometimes that's enough to help you get through those really bad days. And, and I, it's totally kind of unrelated to all this. I, I just, I wanted to bring that up only because I, I think that's something that uh, we don't focus on enough in this community is just parents helping other parents and, yeah. and having an avenue with which to do that is a very powerful tool to help you know, people build yeah. confidence and, and feel better about whatever. So I do like that. Yeah. Well, there's, there's a, a concept called behavioral momentum. And uh, what you were saying made me think of it. And sometimes we just need a small win in order to feel like we're going to have a good day, right? Yeah. Like there's times where things are just adding up and you're just kind of in a deficit and you just need a win. Like just give me a small win. And it doesn't have to be a big thing. You know, sometimes it's my kids doing something really, really minor, but it makes me realize, okay, we're moving in the right direction. And that's kind of all I need to just keep moving. It just balances the scales, you know? Yeah. It, it just, it just 
puts a little bit of wind, like a little bit of wind in your sails and you can just kind of keep going and it doesn't have to be anything grand. You don't have to win the lottery. Although, no. I mean, I, who doesn't <laughs> want to win a lottery, but just that little bit of reassurance or that little bit of validation can really make a difference. And, uh, again, not totally related to any of this, but just, I, I think you're, you're providing an opportunity for parents to benefit and experience that. So I just wanted to point that out. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. We hope so. Sure. Where do you hope to see happy ladders like five years from now? Oh my gosh. That's a great question. Like, like, uh, helping older, like older kids too, like moving from yeah. toddlers to like, we started with the toddler stage because obviously starting at the beginning, we can, we can grow from mm-hmm. there. And so our hope is to continue to add layers of curriculum for our, um, like early school age kids and then our middle school age kids, you know, and then there's so much that we can get into with adolescents and teens. And I mean, there, there's just, you could go on and on and on. So yeah, the hope is that we continue to, to layer the curriculum, um, as we go. And as you know, kind of some of our, our early clients, hopefully that stick with us, um, need more. Yeah. And they can just kind of continue on as their kid moves through the process, right? Yeah. Sort of, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. We want to continue to offer them resources as, right. as those kids need. So we'll, we plan to, to grow with them as far as, you know, kind of where else I see this all in, in five years, we see the need for something like this, definitely in the United States, but through our research, um, definitely in, in Canada and the UK as well. And I've mentioned mm-hmm. waiting lists and their waiting lists. I mean, gosh, if we think our waiting lists are, are long here, they're, yeah. they're really long. And as you mentioned, in some places you have to wait until a child is a certain age, even to get a diagnosis. So, yep. you know, for parents that have to wait another year before they can even get that evaluation for a diagnosis to access services, we hope to, to capture and help more of those families as well. I always like to ask this, is there one takeaway that you hope parents get from this conversation? Like if you, if they can walk away with one piece of information that you feel is most important, what do you think, what would that be for you? I really want parents to, to know that, that they're capable, that they don't have to leave all of it to the experts. They don't have to wait for the professionals to, to come in and make it better. They can do a lot of this on their own and teaching them how to kind of best navigate that, that journey. And that's really the, the larger goal of parent-led revolution as well, is just to demystify a lot of the things that the professionals you know, the tools that we've been using for years and to apply them to everyday activities. How can parents find out more information on Happy Ladders? So they can go to happyladders.com. I also mentioned that my blog and that's at parent-led.com. Okay. I'll have all that information in the show notes so that you guys can just click on it without having to remember anything. So you have a nice warm day in California. I'm going to have, I have my, I have my winter hat on because it's still like, it's cold in the house. Um, oh my gosh. Well, same to you. Yeah. And stay warm. Thanks. Take care. Before I close things out today, I just want to say thank you to Amy for taking the time to come on the show. I know we had to kind of schedule, we had some scheduling things and uh, I just appreciate your patience. Thank you. And I, you know, I really appreciate what you're doing to help empower parents to help their kids. The world that we live in right now is it's really chaotic. And on a good day, there's a lot of waiting lists for uh, diagnoses and services. And there's some places where services just aren't available. It's really important that parents have the ability or have the tools necessary to help their kids on their own. 
there's something to be said, I think, about being able to incorporate therapy into everyday life. So it's kind of, you know, I've talked about this before with things like Mightier and whatever, but like, it's, it's like learning without realizing that you're learning. And, and so the kids get the benefit without the frustration or without uh, the more stringent uh, approaches that may be available in other, uh, other options. So I just think it's a really positive thing. Thank you, Amy, for, for taking the time to, uh, to be here and talk to us about it. You guys can find Amy at happyladders.com as well as parent-led.com. All the links will be in the show notes below, so don't worry about the spelling. As for me, you can find me at theautismdad.com. All of my links are in the uh, top left corner of the screen, I think. And you can follow me on social media. That'd be awesome. I appreciate it. You can also subscribe to this podcast on any one of your favorite podcast listening apps. I don't really have a favorite. I just like if you hit that button. So thank you uh, in advance for doing that. And, uh, you know, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Well, actually a week. It's a week because I moved the days. Uh, so, yeah, hope you guys have a great week. And I will talk to you next week. All right. See you. Bye.